This is the Ether Review, a talk show passing the components of the Ethereum global computing platform and its ecosystem. Building on a basic knowledge of the blockchain, we seek to understand the mechanics behind this new generation computing network and the services it powers. Ether.camp lead developer Roman Mandalale is back with his upgraded blockchain explorer. Live.ether.camp now offers the ability to drill down into the contracts behind Ethereum addresses. It can now display the function calls and virtual machine logs associated with each transaction. It's a service we've been waiting a long time for and really cements Ether.camp's lead in providing this information feed. Roman! Hey Arthur, what's up, man? Ah, oh, grinding away, always. You know how it goes. You're the same, I assume. Hey, how the weather in New York? Ah, uh, it's overcast and ah, uh, oh, it's not that cold. It's all right. Ah, oh, there's some blue sky I see out the window there. Oh, hang on a second. Hey, so Roman, Ethereum full transparency. This looks awesome. Yeah, it makes some uh, waves on the web today. Yeah, boy, did it. I had a chance to participate in a meetup yesterday and talk about this in London, here in Bitcoin community. And it starts to be very clear what Ethereum is about after this feature, you know? It does. We've been waiting for it. There it is, yeah. Um, we've been waiting for it for ages because up until this point, the, uh, the blockchain explorers have just shown the transactions and their interaction with addresses. They haven't shown what's behind the Ethereum addresses. So this is a new, uh, this is a fantastic step forward. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you don't want to be another cryptocurrency, right? And uh, what we've been showing uh, so far is like simple value transfer transaction. In this case, it's Ether, but it can be also Bitcoin, right? So from this point, you actually can understand all the valuable assets behind the smart complex, all the engagements, uh, all the multi-sigs, all the partnerships that are forming. Um, and, and even marriage, right? <laughs> so let's have a look at the um, at the blog post you released and actually work through some of the examples so that we can actually see uh, and uh, and give the listeners some idea of how these uh, interface and the uh, and what's behind it uh, actually operates. Um, before let's go. It's uh, it's live dot dot camp is the uh, is the website we're at right now anyway um, and the blog post is on the blog.ether.camp right there so and the post is called ethereum full transparency so looking at the first example the uh, the simple auction could you explain what this uh, what I'm looking at here when I when I open this up I see we've got an account uh, tab and also a sources tab right so uh, in this case um in the use case of a simple auction, it's uh, you know it's a, a, an event that been running on the blockchain. So you want uh, in case in in case of auction you want a complete transparency, right? Right, and you cannot achieve any uh, real transparency without the blockchain. So this is a very good ca use case for uh, future development, right? 
So uh, we know exactly uh, what's going on through the auction. And it starts with uh, setting the beneficiary. So you know who is going eventually to take the money, right? And uh, we setting the subject, like what is the subject on the auction, right? And then you can see all the list of the bids. So the transaction in this uh, sense is already not some simple value transfer uh, from account to account, but actually registering a, a bid on this auction, right? So you, you see different people bidding for the subject and eventually somebody is going to, to be the highest bidder at the end of the auction, right? So he's going to win uh, with the auction. So I see this auction is for your Lamborghini Centenario. Centenario. Yeah, yeah, just uh, sold sold my second car, right? What? You're giving that thing up? You loved it. <laughs> yeah, for a small liter. But it is going to, to cost much more, so it, it, was, it, it was a good deal. <laughs> so looking down, what's this... Uh... What's this uh, text box just below it labeled code? And what's the one below that labeled ASM? What are, th what are these displaying? So uh, the point is this. Uh, smart contracts are encoded into the blockchain to be efficiently saved and efficiently stored and, uh, and managed on the blockchain. So uh, it, it does not give you any valuable information if you just you know, present the code that's been saved on the blockchain. But once we uh, using our uh, smart Explorer uh, that runs eventually the live.either.cam and, and trying to trace all the transactions and all the activity from the from the ground, from the from the each byte that flows through the network, uh, we can give you a, an understandable picture. We can give you something that actually represents real value. So we're trying to uh, give this information that's going to be useful for regular users and for professionals. So, for example, uh, if you are not a programmer, you probably don't care about the disassembly code, right? So we give it to you in closed way. But uh, if you uh, still, and, and but you maybe care who is the, what is the subject of the auction, right? Because it's, it's not about coding. And uh, we, we're trying to take all this information, which is, uh, not a small chunk of information and presented in very convenient way uh, that common user and uh, professional user can enjoy it in the you know in the same way according to to the professionality and the deepness he want to touch. You know? All right. So this first one we've looked at is the um, is the the loading of the contract, the establishment of the contract. So the second link you've got here in this blog post is the first transaction to the first bid transaction made to the uh, to the contract. Now we have the virtual machine trace tab as well. Could you explain some of what's going on with what we're looking at there? Yeah. So uh, again, for a professional engineer, uh, VM trace is important because you can uh, approve uh, on each byte uh, that the transaction really executed what it claims to execute, right? Uh, what it states for, uh, but for regular user trace maybe not so important. It's enough to see that uh, there was a bid. What was the uh, coins that transfer for that bid? You can see the name of the procedure, which is simple auction dot bid. So you know this is the bid, and then you see the storage uh, properties, which says okay, now we have the highest bidder, which is the particular address, and we have the highest bid, which is the uh, amount of coins being transferred, right? So this is what you see on the first 
transaction. If you are uh, if you are a professional, if you are an engineer, you can drill down and see the VM trace, how actually it was executed, and uh, you you can see much more information how it actually encoded on the blockchain, by what rules you know to to approve each each bit and byte, right? Yeah, this is uh, it's so it's it's cool that you've made it possible for everyone from uh, you know so that every piece of information that is contained within a uh, within a contract is pres- is presented to the users in such a easily understood fashion so looking at these contract sources and here i see that this is like there's a lot of notation here where does this soli- these solidity sources come from all right so um, the developer of the smart contract is not uh, obligated to publish the source, uh, but it is. Uh, but actually, we're trying to convince the developer that it is his. Uh, it has a value for him to publish the source because uh, customers of this contract are going to trust the contract much more because uh, they're going to understand much more what's going on there. Because, for example, uh, the field names which says highest bidder and highest bid, you you cannot. Uh, 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 decode them if you don't have the source code. It's not possible. It's not the saved on the blockchain information. That information is saved only in the source code. But we encourage the developers to publish and give us the source code so we will be able eventually to present uh, this information for the users. right? But in the case the source code wasn't published, you still uh, can give some information about the storage fields but in this case, you are not going to see the names of the data properties. You're going to see just indexes, right? So the highest bid is not going to be highest bid. It's going to be zero. And the highest bid is going to be, for example, one, right? But it, it's, it's like uh, our strategy is to give you as much information as possible according to what we actually, according to what is possible, right? So if you don't have the source, we will give you organize information in some way. If you do have the source, it will give you much more, much more a uh, complete picture. So moving on to uh, to Crowdcoin, and I think to the second example, which you've let, you've uh, you've called Crowdcoin, and this seems like a really great example of where transparency is especially significant. This is great because we're we're also working through those um, similar uh, examples to Adam uh, Alex Van der Sands tutorials in the Ethereum in the official Ethereum blog about using the uh, the wallet and and creating uh, digital tokens there so this is uh, this is fantastic it would be really cool to see this these two things applied to uh, to one another and in this example we've got a basic crowd sale contract and the interactions that someone that might take place between a uh, a user and this contract so could you explain uh, could you explain what's going on here a little bit I'm looking at the solidity source right now Right. So, uh, Crowdcoin uh, on the programmatic, on the software level, uh, it's something very simple. It's just list of balances, right? So you have address and the balance this address on, right? So it's not a list. It's called a map, right? Because it's mapping between addresses and the balance it's on, and each transaction basically transfers uh, some of the coins, uh, some of the tokens for the uh, finance that being transferred for these coins, uh, for these tokens, sorry. So uh, this is the, the, the example, it's very simple uh, version 
uh, of this uh, tokens distribution, right? And uh, it clearly show how you get something for either that you transfer to the smart contract, right? So this kind of transparency you want to achieve, right? So you know how the token was actually distributed uh, in the public. So this is so the way this works is you uh, make a contribution to the contract, and then that assigns a certain number of coins to the address that that contribution came from. Have I got that on? Am, am I right in uh, in saying that? Yeah, basically you have the initiator, right? Because we want to ensure that number of tokens, the total number of tokens, is constant. So there is no new tokens going to be minted or mined or nothing. And uh, the, the total uh, quantity, the total amount is going to be the same, right? So from the creational point, what's going to happen, uh, the creator that get, that has all the coins, all the tokens on the beginning, he will start to uh, deliver or transfer his tokens for either that's going to be uh, transferred to the account of the, uh, of the smart contract. Right. So this is what you see on the first transaction or on the creation transaction. You see that one account has all the balance, right? And then you started to see that people buying coins and the balance is starting to to be shared across more more balances and more accounts, more addresses. All right. So this is uh, so this all makes pretty great sense. I can see the one of the cool things I'm I'm noticing is that when you click on the VM trace, you can see the gas that's being expended at each step. You know, for me, that's a really powerful uh, kind of way of visualizing how um, one gas to do that some operations. This it's this is fantastic. This is it's never been. I've never seen the uh, had the opportunity to have a look under the hood of Ethereum or or a, or a smart contract, as you know, as they're, they're called. This is incredible. Yeah, so it, it's very interesting to me because you, as I understand, you are not the developer, right? No, not at and all. It's still, and it still provides the value for you. Right, because we, we designed this like for engineers, and uh, so you can approve uh, how the gas was actually uh, uh, spent on each step, right? Uh, but yeah, it's it's fun to see the VM trace. It's fun to see how it actually been executed. Uh, I think most of the people that watch the transactions and trying to see the smart contracts, they are going to be interested in the fee eventually because you have the bottom line. Let's say what was the fee paid for the transaction, and this this is the summary of the gas. Uh, multiply the cost of the gas, and then you have the total uh, cost of the transaction, right? Yeah, this is uh, it's it's really cool. And the thing is, the first question anyone asks me, and uh, you know anyone who's involved in, in cryptocurrency asks me is, what is gas? And this is the possible. This is definitely the best. Uh, the best way to visualize it I've ever seen, you know, just to be able to see that with each of these operations, the gas, uh, the gas price of the, of the, the con of the contract increases. I mean that, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's a really powerful visualization of, uh, of the machine operating underneath it. And also the fact that there is a machine because, you know, again, to us, it's just mining, you know, and this stuff magically works. You know, any sufficiently advanced technology, right? Well, yeah. Uh, uh, basically, myself, I don't do too much time on mining and how it works. I'm mostly concentrating on the smart contracts and the interaction between smart contracts. This is, in either camp, this is our whole mission to actually provide 
this transparency and the visual visualization and the later statistics and more more cool features you basically can invoke smart contracts on our website today right uh, so we're already uh, starting to see that uh, interesting projects that doing smart contracts starting to give links to our website to actually give people some validation on what they show on their fancy UI, right? Because when you interact with smart contracts, you, you want a good UI to interact. You don't want to interact with the blockchain explorer, right? But uh, on the other side, you want to provide a link of improvement, what's going on. And this is your point about uh, guess and visualization of the VM execution is important, right? So, yeah, we, we're trying to take the concept because Ethereum is a complex concept, right? It's much far, far more complex than Bitcoin, right? This is why we're taking this concept and trying to bring all the information uh, on the level of understanding to, to different people so everybody can uh, can work with Ethereum in some way. Because, you know, uh, as we see today, there is no alternative to to this way of doing smart contracts on the blockchain. This is why we, we see it's going to be uh, very important in the next, uh, in the upcoming uh, months, years. Extremely important. And I mean, I, my favorite one is the final transaction, final example you've got in your blog post, the uh, marriage.create marriage function. <laughs> yeah, you, you should add a virtual reality glasses to this, right? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> it should should be should be coming in the same package, right? So uh, yeah, yeah. If you have good friend uh, uh, on the network that his name is Hudson J- Jameson, and he basically did this uh, marriage, and uh, uh, he registered his marriage on the blockchain. Um, yeah, so everybody can approve it in the future. I see. So uh, so we've got partner one Hudson, partner two Laura. Um, uh, and I see their marriage status is married. Mm-hmm. So who's the owner? Mm, uh, you should you should ask this guy. He's the owner. By the way, he says he also have the the divorce function for any case <laughs> <laughs> in the smart contract. But uh, I hope he's not going to use it. Oh man, yeah. Just make sure you don't lose those private keys. Oh yeah, well, it's starting to be very serious, right? It's not just money anymore. <laughs> no, how, uh, yeah. Uh, is there like, can you like preen up this by? Um, you, you could, I suppose, you could if you just uh, if if people would commit to having um, to having joint contracts managing their uh, their their funds. Yeah, you could you could uh, you could introduce a pre prenuptial to this whole thing as well. Yeah, yeah. Basically, we have links to his certificate on the IPFS. And we are going to publish it also through the Blockchain Explorer. It's part of the contract, but it's not uh, well decoded yet. So basically, you can see a picture of the of the people being married, and you basically can see the certificate of the marriage, or the real one, the the paper, the scan of the paper. I'd love to see that. This is I'm just looking at the the sources right now. It's really um, <laughs> pre initial marriage contract. So we're looking at these sources. Where set the IPF? Yes, hash of the image of the couple. Ah, function set. Yeah, it says something about proof, right? It yeah. Says something about proof. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, this is a way to publish, you know, the physical representation of the, uh, of the thing. If you, want, you want, if you want to attach scan of something physical of the document, you also have the option with the IPFS system. This is 
one of those like magical examples of how this thing can uh, of kind of technology operating you know in a mechanistic way um, mm. because you never get to see under the hood you know <laughs> it's just these magical things that uh, that developers kind of uh, that developers just produce willy nilly but no it, this is uh, this is awesome to see what's what's actually going on and and the simplicity of these contracts I, I you know I understand that the uh, the importance of efficiency in code but this is amazing yeah you're going to see much more complex contracts very soon and we're trying to like our job is not done yet uh, we, we're showing to you uh, information on the simplified contracts or or more simple contracts we already see much more complex systems running on the blockchain and we started to think about what is the best way to present the underlying assets you know uh, uh, that actually under the sources that this contract are representing. Uh, one one good option is the Slokit uh, crowdfunding that is going to be soon. We're working with them uh, to represent this crowdfunding, which obviously is going to be on the Ethereum blockchain. So we're working close with them, so it's going to be very transparent and understandable, right? It's it's pretty complex system, and we are going to show more and more examples. Uh, we we just started, you know. We we have uh, our hands full uh, of uh, uh, no features to implement these days, and they give more and more uh, transparency and um, and clearance about how it works. We are going to deliver more interesting features in the upcoming weeks. Uh, just encourage everybody to keep following after Ethercamp or join to our Slack on www.ether.cam. Get auto invite and jump into and. Uh, have an open conversation with us about smart contracts. Hey, thanks a bunch, Roman. It's always a pleasure to have you on, and um, I'll talk to you again before too long. Hey, thanks, Arthur. See you soon. Catch you later. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Thank you, Roman. Head over to etherreview.info for more. I suggest you also have a look at fchamps.org. Hudson Jamison is developing a content creation and developer community over there. 